0: Talk Radio.
1: This is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. It's all about straight talk with some of the biggest global icons, leaders, entertainers, motivational speakers, authors, life coaches, relationship experts, social advocates, and extraordinary friends as they speak themselves their experiences and share their unfiltered thoughts about life issues. I believe in stripping the lives and empowering the mind through the freedom of expression. I'm unapologetic about being open so I motivate my guests to tell it like it is and help my listeners build a presence of mind while finding their voice. So it's all about the best in authentic conversations with real people about real life experiences so let's keep it i'm filtered i'm scripted i'm censored and i'm caught you're welcome to today's episode
2: On the Naked Talk with Alex Akurji. And yes, this is the Queen of Expression, Alex Akurji, and I'm coming to you live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. Yay! <laughs> oh my goodness, people. First of all, I am so excited to be here. Like every time I come here it always feels like every time I'm here and you know just have the opportunity to talk to really amazing people, I feel like my mind is going to be expanded, and I'm always so excited. Now, I haven't been on the air for two weeks, and yes, like you know, I was under the weather. I had a – my tonsillitis had – you know, it was really aggravated. I couldn't talk, and and, and then I had, some, oh, I had some other issues. Oh, my goodness. But I was ordered, you know, to rest, and I guess rest is good, right? I've overworked myself <laughs> it's just in the last couple of years, and oh, God. But, you know, rest is good, right? And so I'm so excited to be back here for your Radio Special. And we do have an amazing guest who's joining us live, who's going to be joining us live all the way from Atlanta in the U.S. Yay! Now, you know, I've been tweeting about this and just, you know, sharing today's show. And I've gotten, like, messages and feedback from people. And you all have missed me. Thank you so much. Well, thank you very much for all of the amazing emails you send me you know the emails are so like just to know that you know this impacts you or affects you and you send your suggestions and your contributions and your thoughts I love all of it Uh, I try to reply as many emails as I can sometimes I'm not able to reply everyone but um, I just want you all to know that I receive it um, I get them and I love you so don't you know, just keep it coming. Now, I've done something really amazing. Now, you can go to my official website, for example. You can go to um, me and click on radio, and then you can leave me a voice note. You can leave me a voice message. So, yes, you can actually record a voice message for the Naked Talk if you've got a, you know, something you want to share, we you've got a question you want to ask or something you would like for me to ask a guest or a particular guest you want me to feature in the show or you have your contributions. I think audios are easier. Like, you know, for me, like, this is something that I do usually, like, if I feel like I'm going to be so distracted, sometimes I want to share something, I want to communicate with someone, and I can't write, I call them. So some of you, I know how it is, you know, we've got listeners from around the world, you want to leave a message, you can just go, yeah, just go to bit.ly slash and they can talk and it will take you straight to that website and click on that button and you can leave a voice message, just leave a message for me and I'll have your audios played on the show. How about that? Yay! Well, the last time I was here um, on the Naked Talk, it was Friday Radio Special, we did have a very special guest on the show. Uh, we had, um, yes, dance teacher. She's a, she's a dancer, uh, an amazing exotic dancer. She's also an author and a speaker. Um, And she is, you know, the founder of um, a dance institute in California, but also the founder of Women in Rock Project. And, um, you know, just to have, um, you know, the beautiful and amazing Sherry Breyer um, show up here on the show and talk to us about finding our own inner um, rhythm. That was an amazing conversation. And it's weird because I was just thinking about it, right? So Sherry Breyer was here. She's the founder of Women in Rock Project, which I you know, was featured on, you know, I think in July or something. And then my guest today, she was also featured on that platform. Yes, you know, she was featured on that platform with Hillary, you know, just alongside Hillary Clinton and so many amazing powerhouse, powerful women around the world. And so, hmm, women are doing great things. It seems like, to, you know, it seems to me like this is really the year of the woman um And so much is happening. So much is happening, and I'm so excited. I can't wait to, you know, get into a really deep, intimate conversation with my guest. Now, if you're just tuning in, don't forget that. The Naked Talk is the hub for real, authentic conversation. Yes, we do not apologize for how we're thinking or what we're feeling. Like I always say, expression is a sign of strength and not weakness. So, yes, embrace it. We're, you know, we're always open to having great, great conversations. Now, this episode, uh, TNT 7071 um, is brought to you by our friends at Evolution Magazine. Now, Hevolution is all about bringing to you the hair side of life and giving your hair a voice. And, of course, you can find them at www.evolutionmagazine.com. And let's not forget our friends at She Matters Movement. Now, She Matters is an amazing global initiative, you know, created to empower women and girls from around the world. And, of course, you can go to um, latoniamore.com or just go to bit.ly slash She Matters Movement, and, of course, it will take you right straight to the website, and you can find out more and join us and support us. And, yes, I say us because I am an ambassador, and I am so proud to be lending my voice, you know, in my support and my platform to an amazing initiative like that. And let's not forget our friends as well at uh, Women of Rubies. Now, Women of Rubies is an amazing magazine right here in Nigeria. And if you want to find out more, you can go to www. <laughs> and yes, you know, I will always talk about you know the, the number one place for authentic, made in Nigeria products. We're talking about the best quality homemade accessories, to fashion, to, you know, house appliances, to whatever, everything made right here in Nigeria, you can go to Zeno Online Stores, yes, just go to www.zeno, it's a Z with a double I, N-O, dot .com, dot N-G, and you can find out more about Zeno.com. Now, well, today on The Naked Talk, we're going to be talking about it and back in on A Champion Life with my very special guest. Now, today's guest is no stranger to overcoming obstacles, having dedicated herself to improving the lives of women and girls around the world with her inspiring message of perseverance, dedication, and commitment to her God-given purpose. Now, she uses her platform as an attorney, an entrepreneur, a talk show host, a minister, speaker, and author to, you know, share her success story and motivate others on the Champion Live. Now, I am so excited to have the amazing mid-air personality, Anthony and founder of She Matters Movement, Latonia Moore, who's joining me live right now all the way from Atlanta, USA, as we explore how to embark on our own Champion Live journey. Hi, Latonia! Welcome to the Naked Talk.
3: Hi, Alex. Thanks for having me. (laughs) <laughs>
2: I am so okay so people probably know this but you know you're one of my one of my favorite okay so yes I'm I'm allowed to I'm allowed to have favorites please yes yes <laughs> we don't pretend <laughs> here you know I you're one of my favorite people and I say that because I feel like you're so authentic you know like I feel like you know what she with you like what we see is what we get if if that means you know, if that makes any sense. And, you know, I'm so honored to have you right now on the show. We've been trying to do this for good knows forever and finally it's happened. So I don't know if you see the red cap it laid out for you. But there's a virtual red it laid out.
1: <laughs> and you know
2: as as we see you walk down and prance, you know, right you know, right down to this. But, you know, for the sake of those who are listening, and there are people who are listening from around the world and especially here in Nigeria, in Africa. Um and I know that so many people have, you know, an idea of who they think you are, you know, if I'm sure if we asked a couple of your friends, they would tell us who they think Latonia Moore is. And, you know, like I said, you know, I feel like what I, you know, with you, what I what we see is what we get, but that's me, right? But how would you <laughs> describe yourself? What would you say Latonia Moore is? Or really wow. is. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wow, wow, wow. Well, Alex, um, first of all, I'm definitely uh, so appreciative and humbled that you have me on your show. Uh, you are absolutely phenomenal. I love, love, love everything that you're doing, so I wanted to, to definitely say that, um, at least initially. But, uh, you know, that it's, it's a tough question to say um, who I am because I, I really never – Think of it in in that manner. So I would probably mm-hmm. have to answer that question by saying, uh, I am a servant first, uh, a leader mm-hmm. second. And uh, I, I say that to say um, I'm a person who is who is at this time just on a purpose driven journey, and I have no mm-hmm. intentions of stopping until they throw the dirt in my face. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know you said something that totally just resonated with me, and you said you know i am a you know I'm a servant first, and a leader you know second, and that is so like I feel like that is so deep. I don't know if everyone caught if everyone else listening right now caught that but for me I mean it takes a lot for someone to say, you know I'm here to serve, you know I'm here to impact, and that's how I got it. I translated that to i mean I'm here to serve, I'm here to impact people, I'm here to leave my purpose and just keep serve it, you know, and, 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 and that is, you know, it's funny because everyone else wants to sort of be a leader, you know, everyone else wants to, they want to attain power, you know, people are not really thinking of what they want to give the other person and how they can give, they want to take, right, they want to give others, they want to throw things around, they want power, but you just want to serve people, and I feel like, you know, you do that, you really do that greatly with just all the amazing things that you do. Now, I know that you have uh, you've been on a really interesting life path, a life journey, if I may say. I mean, as an Athony you're also a media personality, you're a minister, an author. But I want to ask you this: really, how did a lawyer—and we say lawyer here in Nigeria—so I say that so that people get understand what I'm saying. If I'm correct, right? You're a lawyer, so how? Yes. How did a lawyer? How did a lawyer become a minister? Like. And I'm you know I'm asking I know this just seems like you know what sort of question this is, but really, um you know our lawyer lawyers really like prac- i mean they don't come across as people who are i mean of course, I know that lawyers are religious and this you know could be religious, but they come as practical people, people who follow rules and guidelines and certain you know theories, and I don't know right so how did a lawyer become a minister because you are a minister as well and that is one capacity that you serve and I mean how did how do how you're able to blend that I mean how did that happen for you
3: Well you know it's 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 really interesting because uh for for me it was more of a a spiritual experience a spiritual calling uh I really cannot say that it was something that I chose. It's certainly something that I wouldn't uh-huh. have chosen. Um, and so I feel in my heart that uh, God actually chose me to uh, to be a minister. And so uh-huh. you know, to to, to kind of answer the question, you know, almost, uh, it, it's, it's kind of difficult to answer the question because I, I don't really feel like I, I chose it. I feel like it chose uh-huh. me as far uh-huh. as the ministry goes. Uh-huh. Um, but in terms of the parallel between, you know, being a minister and, and being an attorney, for example, you know, if you look at the Bible uh as a constitution, you know, if you if you if mm-hmm. you think about it, let's take the religious aspect out of it, you know, the the mm-hmm. Bible is a collection of rules, regulations, norms, procedures, all of these things. And so mm-hmm. that's what I that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I've been trained. Uh, as an attorney, I'm trained to interpret, uh, you know, constitutional law and case law, which is, of course, examples of things that play out in daily life. So if you look at those things in in that regard, it, it's almost the same. Uh, although it's different, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's almost the same, and so it's not a big leap uh, for me when I look mm-hmm. at being an attorney or being a lawyer and being uh, and being a minister.
2: Okay. You know, you said something. I probably didn't really think about it like that, but you're correct in a sense. I mean, there are lots of... um Laws, like you say, you know, do's and don'ts and practices best, you know, as a Christian or as, you know, as a religious, whatever, even, even not as a Christian, even just as a human being, you know, there's certain things that you shouldn't do and you don't want to do to another person and whether, you know, so there really isn't that, but, you know, i kind of wanted to know this because, you know, I, th- I was thinking to myself, okay, so before you get, maybe go to a court case, do you like pray about it? Do you feel like, do you feel like, um, there could be some sort of supernatural, um, and I, you know, I don't want to go. But I, do you feel like there's something that could happen that could influence on a supernatural level, right? Or not, let's not say supernatural, but on a spiritual level that could influence just the direction in which a case or whatever it is could go beyond whatever physical plans or, you know. That you've made, in a sense, you know, I ask those things, you know, do, do you, I don't know, I mean, sometimes even we, we say, oh, you know, I pray together. that this goes in favor of me, or I get what I want, you know, does the lawyer feel that way, you know, I just wanted to, that was just me being curious, don't listen to me, but, um, you know, talking about um, just who you are and what you do. What is it that you love the most? And Like I said, you do so many things. You're an author. You're a speaker. You're a coach. You're a minister. You're a lawyer. You're all these amazing things. You're a talk radio host. What is it that you love the most about your work and who you have sort of become?
3: Wow. Um, What do I like the most? I, I I really enjoy things like this. I enjoy meeting people like you. I enjoy connecting with with all of my globalers and and now brothers, who um mm-hmm. we're all on the same common path. We're on the same common path mm-hmm. of, you know, you're the queen of e- expression. You know, I'm the ambassador for change. And when you start to mm-hmm. think about all of those things and and all of all of the whole, you know, coming together on a global level with the same common goal of helping people, that's what I love the most. I love the fact that, that I have been fortunate enough to connect with so many people. And so being a talk radio show host, being a TV show host, it's given me that international or that global platform to be able to get out positive messages on the world stage. So I, I love doing that. Okay, you know, what? Well, I think we have, uh,
2: first of all, thank you so much, Miss Reason. I, I see Miss Reason is here, and she's saying, hello, Alex and LaTonia. It's great to have Miss Reason support. Hi. Why do I feel like both of you have become so, <laughs> so, it's, so, like, you know, she's another talk radio host. She's the host of the, you know, the Miss Reason show. And it's kind of great because we have, like, you know, LaTonia is a host of our room. Real perspective, if I'm correct, and you know you have such amazing guests on your show. We'll probably talk about that. But I think that Miss um, Reason left. Um, she left a comment in the chat room. and I think it's a question. She says, "Does morality come into play when taking a case by you being a minister?" Um, I, I think she wanted to know. You know, does morality come into play? And, and that's true. You know, like are there are certain cases you're probably not going to take up as a minister. Do you feel like you know, you know, lawyers take up almost everything and anything that they can, right? They just want to represent a client. But as a minister, does that make you a little more selective as to maybe the kind kind of clients that you you um represent or the cases that you take up? I, I guess that's what Mr Reason is trying to say.
3: I, I think for me, um, regardless of of whether you know I was ever a, a minister or not, you have to have some standards. Mm-hmm uh, every, mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. case is, is not a case worth, worth taking. And so, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of mutually exclusive, but, but to answer the question or, or to go a little bit further, if I was presented with, uh, an issue that was, uh, or a client that had done something unethical, because remember, when we're talking about the legal system, it isn't the same thing. It's not a. It, it, it's not about what's morally correct or incorrect. The the standard uh-huh. is, can you meet this burden of proof or not? And so for me, I believe that there are things that are that are mutually exclusive. Uh, there are a lot of kind of behind the scenes things. You know, a lot of people see TV and they think that oh, okay, that's how that's how it actually works with clients, but uh-huh. it really doesn't work that way. Uh-huh. And so there, <laughs> I I may have had clients that. Um, Quite frankly, I have no idea if if they did what <laughs> what they're accused of doing, um, and I don't ask. And so, um, because because once when I know the answer to that, then there are a whole you know there are a whole host of things that uh, I may be required to do that at the end of the day may do a disservice to that client. So it's a little bit mm-hmm. you know to me they're mutually they're just mutually exclusive
2: mm mm-hmm. okay, I'm sure that answers your question um but you, you' know, just before you you know we talked about that you did mention what you love the most about your work and who you've become and you said something about you know just meeting amazing people who are working the same path and just to be able to meet people from around the world and just to be able to impact you know connect and impact um but what is? What is the what is the thing you love the least? I mean, what is the least thing you really like about your work? I mean, yes, you know are things we love about the things that we do, but I'm sure there are certain things that we don't like as well. Like, you know, is there something that you don't like about either being about any part of you know? Because you know, you're a dynamic woman. It's hard to pin you somewhere, and, and I say that because that's me as well. Like, you know, I'm this, and this, and I'm that. And so, is there any? Is there any? Is this something that you don't like? For example, whether it is about be you being a lawyer or whether it's about being um a talk radio host, a talk show host, or whether it's about you being an advocate, like what is is that something
3: that you don't like about
2: <laughs> your work?
3: Um I I don't like the the constant grind, the constant hustle and bustle because um, I'm an independent- a- attorney, so that that equates to any other entrepreneur so it's a it's a constant grind it's a constant grind to you know to get the clients to you know bring in the money to to pay your bills so I don't like the constant grind i mean it would be it would be excellent if everyone in the world wanted me to work for them and so therefore I wouldn't have to hustle but unfortunately <laughs> it isn't like that so uh yeah i don't i don't like the constant grind i mean i would i would love to uh to kind of be in a space where uh there is one thing that is uh that's meeting all the needs and it's just not like that right now
2: and I, I and i understand what you're saying i get what you're saying especially when you're independent i, I think that is for a lot of people Right. Whether you're especially creatives, you know, if you're a musician and you could be as talented as hell. But if you're an independent musician, and you're not tied to any traditional label or whether you're a publisher and you're not tied to a major publishing company, then it really is a grind. And even as an actor, I did write that in like a bit of my chapter like, in, you know, in this new book that we're all collaborating, and you're a part of that book as well, that bet my chest. I, I think I write about it at some point. I don't know what we're talking about, but I, I remember writing that somewhere in my chapter, saying something about, for example, being an actor, you know. Um, it's great, right? But here's the thing, especially here in Africa, it's still, yes, you get paid, you know, better than a lot of, but it's still a hustle because what it means is, You work, you earn. You don't work, you don't earn. Like, it's not, you know, it's not that kind of business. It's like you either have to create certain goals where you have to be in so many productions, right, back Mm -hmm. to back, so that, just so that you're, so you can't, can't, it's not the same way, it's not the same thing as Hollywood. And, you know, it's funny enough, it's a global thing, whether you're in Hollywood or in Bollywood or whatever, as an actor. And so many actors not booking jobs, and great actors. I mean, if you did like four films a year, you must be amazing, freaking amazing. It's your season, right? So if you did like four seasons, mm-hmm. you know, four, four. But but then you could do one that's so good that it could pay your entire entire year, or maybe even two, three, four years, right? And who doesn't want to be in that position where you can just focus on your work and you don't have to spend so much time trying to book jobs or, you know, trying to keep the job and all of that, because that takes, that takes a lot of stress. I do understand what you're saying about that part of not liking, and I don't think that many people like that about their jobs either. I don't like that about my job. <laughs> but mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about, let's talk about being a champion, you know, and if that is something that a lot of people want to learn. Now, who is a champion? Um, you know, how would you describe a champion? What are the characteristics qualities that one needs to possess to refer to themselves or themselves
3: as a champion? You definitely have to, uh, you have to adapt, you have to overcome, you have to persevere. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is you have to, you really have to earn that title. You have to go through some things, you Mm -hmm. have to sacrifice some things, you got to, you, you know you you gotta have some of those days where you cry uh but you're but at the mm-hmm. end of the day you know after after you have those those breaking points and those breaking moments um to see when you are elevated and when you rise from the dust, it's at that point that you can say that you're a champion, and I know that uh like a lot of the ladies in in the book that that we're all uh, a part of, I bear my chest uh like you like mm-hmm. me. We all have that story, although the, the details mm-hmm. of that journey is different, but we're all champions mm-hmm. because we all have that story. We have that story of being so low uh, that we, there just wasn't anywhere else to go. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. And at, at, that, at that point, we had to decide, are you going to quit or are you going to persevere? And I know that, uh, that uh, again, a champion will always persevere.
2: Absolutely, 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 and that's true. You know what, Latonia? How about we take let's take a quick let's take a quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back.
4: You're listening to the naked talk with Alex Ocorji. You're listening to the naked talk. It's so. She keeps it real, she keeps it straight She tells it like it
2: is no matter who's afraid to bear <laughs> ah. You're listening to The Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji Yes, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Okurgy, and my name is Alex Akurji. That hasn't changed, <laughs> and I am the Queen of Expression, and I'm coming to you live out of Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. And yes, just before we went on that little commercial break, um, I you know, have been talking to my very special and amazing guest who's joining me live all the way from Atlanta, USA, Latonya Moore. Oh, I have to say that there's a way that they say that in, oh, I have to learn the, <laughs> I have to learn that, you know, you can't just refer to her like that. You know, you, there's a way they say the, the lower term, Oh, the Esquire or something. I'm not sure, but yes, I do have an amazing guest and she's joining me live and we'll be talking about him back in that champion life. And she shared so much, um, I mean, we talked about, you know, her journey and just who she is and, you know, how she's able to find the balance between being a minister and being a lawyer and doing all the amazing the things that she loves about doing the work that she does and the things that she doesn't like. And we talked about being a champion. I, I, and just before we went on that, and yes, I do see people who dial, people are dialed into the show. Don't forget, if you want to join this conversation, make sure to Use your hand raising effect. If you want to say something, press one. Press one so we know that you want to say something, so I don't assume that you're just listening. If you press one, then we'll get you to join the conversation. Or if you want, you can leave a comment in the chat room. And of course, your comments will be, you know, will be read on the show. Or you can send a WhatsApp message, and of course, your WhatsApp contribution will be read on the show. Or you can hashtag the naked talk with Alex Kurji, and don't forget to CC me, CC Alex Kurji, hashtag the naked talk, hashtag the naked talk. Mention at Alex Okroji or at UpCoach. Yes, that's my guest, And, uh, of course, we'll retweet and, your, com- you know, your comments will be read on the show. So, yes, you know, just before we went on that commercial break, um, Latoya mentioned something about champion. You know, being a champion, the qualities and characteristics of a champion, you said you need to persevere or you need to overcome. And she said something, yes, sometimes you may cry. <laughs> and that's true because um, – you know, you know, we're talking about champions. If you look at someone like Muhammad Ali or Box or whatever it is, I mean, you can see they take some beating down, like they take a lot of beating down, right? You know, it's not just, you know, them knocking somebody out. They take a lot of beating. And somehow they are able to, you know, handle that and, you know, manipulate that and come out on top. So I guess she's right. You know, we have to experience a little bit of pain to be able to, you know, just um, overcome it, right? So, welcome back with Sonia. Hi. Hi. <laughs> okay. Now, I know that you are the author of a book um, called uh, Live Like a Champion, and so uh, one of the amazing things is, you know, you know, is that, you know, you don't just talk like you walk the talk. I mean, you know about this. You put together a book. You have a book out there, you know. Um, but what is this book really about? I mean, what is in this book? What do we what do we find when we get a copy of Leave Like a Champion? What does it tell us? What does it
3: teach us? Or what is it? it, you know? Hi, are you there? Now, yes, now I Hello? can hear you. You went out. Can you hear me?
2: Oh, are you serious? Oh, yes, I did. Oh, really? You couldn't hear me? Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay, I said, you know, you have a book called Live Like a Champion, and you've written so much in that book. What can people tend to find in it? What is this book about?
3: So Live Like a Champion, uh, the full title is Live Like a Champion, Discovering Keys to Unlock Your Door for Destiny, and it's really a, an, an introductory book into
1: the tools
3: and and the principles that you need to create that foundation on your quote unquote champion life journey. Because again, we uh-huh. we're talking about uh, people that are at that point of that that breakdown point that we mentioned earlier. And the book is filled with quotes and affirmations and some 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 cute little uh-huh. stories uh, that I share. Uh-huh. Uh, to exemplify uh the tools and the keys that are in the book.
2: Mhm. And you know, so, you know, we need something like that. I mean, um, you know, just to be able to have a book that helps us like you said unlock the keys to our destiny and that is amazing. Now, I know that you are a big advocate for change. And you not only created the Champion Life, but you also founded She Matters Movement. Now, tell us just a little bit about, you know, why you created this movement and how it's all coming together.
3: Wow. So the the vision of the She Matters Ambassadors Movement is really to build a, it's a grassroots initiative to build Mm -hmm. a global network of people. That are dedicated to educating, uh, building these collaborative mm-hmm. networks, and liberating women and girls on a global stage. Uh, my vision mm-hmm. for the She Matters Ambassadors movement is that it is going to be a network of champions, because again, as we mm-hmm. know, champions are—you champions can be people. You can you can champion a thing, and so for me, really just helping helping women to understand that. They don't have to be at a subservient uh, type of level or, or lower, lower class, for lack of a better word. Um, that's what the She Matters Ambassadors movement is really all about. And the big thing that I love about it is that the goal is that we put together an a intergenerational group. So all the way, you know, to the, to the itty-bitty young girls, all the way up to women that are matriarchs of their family. So I'm really excited about it. Um, it, it. It's coming together. You know, I like for things to to kind of happen immediately, but it's coming together mm-hmm. uh, in, in a very beautiful and organic way. And now that we have the infrastructure built and, and we have developed uh, three or four programs that we're actually going to be rolling out in 2017, so I'm really, really just so excited about it I don't know what to do.
2: <laughs> well, being excited is good enough. I mean that's a start. Being excited is, you know, is great. And I'm excited too. And I say this, and for those who are listening, if you're joining us live now or if you're gonna join and listen to the archived show, uh, you know, I'm very honored, you know, first of all, to be a part of the She Matters. <laughs> so it sort of feels like a baby for me as well. And just to be able to, you know, Contribute my little, and I call it little, but my little quarter, and just to be able to do something for my own Connor to, um, you know, like we said, collaborate and impact and educate and liberate you know women and girls from around the world you know i'm just honored to to be able to you know just to have that opportunity to be able to do that you know sometimes you know you want to help and you want to do things but you're not even sure how you're going to go about it you know and, and that's the thing but again i guess champions have to figure their way you know you want to win that crown or you want to win that prize you're going to have to figure a way to go around it and like you said you know it's coming together it's um it's coming together and I'm very proud about that So how about we do something um, We're going to take a quick break And this is a musical break And this is Don't By Scott Croker Now Scott was a guest, he's been a guest on this show And you know he was also a guest uh, He was a guest speaker at the TNC Summit, at the Naked and Creative Master Summit, but yes this is Don't By Scott Croker because I know that Champions don't give up So we'll be back, enjoy <laughs> Yeah. tuning in and you're just joining us live on The Naked Talk with Alex Okruti. Yes, my name is Alex and yes, you're still listening to the Queen of Expression coming to you live out of Lagos, Nigeria. And yes, I do have a very special guest on the show joining me live all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> yes, um, you know, Latonia Moore. And it's been such a really interesting conversation. And I had to play that song by Scott. Scott is, you know, one other really amazing artist that I do have so much respect for. And yes, if there's something that I know, at least, you know, from my own, uh, my own point of view, I know that champions don't give up. They don't give up. I mean, you don't become a champion by giving up. So I felt like it was really, really important to play that song don't by Scott Krowka. So, uh, well, yeah, now, um, just before we went on that, or while we went on that commercial break, um, there's a comment in the chat room and I'm, you know, there's a question actually for Latonia and I'm going to ask. Hi Latonia, welcome back. Are you there?
3: Yes, hello.
2: <laughs> okay, great. Great to still have you here with us. Now, there was a message, you know, left for you in the chat room and someone wanted to know how does one become part of the She Matters movement? I mean, how do you join? How can anyone I mean, if someone wanted to join? I mean, how how do you join? How do you become, you know, I would, it's a message here. I would love to be a part of the movement. Now, how can, you know, how can someone join? I know I was invited. So what I want
3: to For those who want to. Right. So there's go ahead. the, the yeah. She Matters, the, the She Matters community. Uh, we have a, uh, a mm-hmm. Facebook fan page, uh, hashtag She Matters mm-hmm. Ambassadors. Uh, you can go to the mm-hmm. Facebook page. You can like the page. Uh, you can also go to uh, latanyamore.com go to our website. It will mm-hmm. give you a lot more information about it. Now, uh, as far as being an actual ambassador, you have to actually be invited to be an ambassador. So anyone can be a part of the movement, but to be an ambassador, you have to actually be specifically selected. And part of what uh, okay. what I look for for an ambassador is someone that is already that has already shown that they're working in the space where they are dedicated to improving the lives of women and girls. It doesn't have to be a a, a personality, Alex, like you or I, but just someone mm-hmm. that is that is mm-hmm. actually committed to that mission.
2: Okay. So, what if we were to peach somebody like Miss Reason, for example, or you know, someone who's you know, inter- you know, who is. Cause she's here and she's also, you know, she also wanted to know, you know, um, really how that, how that works. I guess, you know, there are so many things that we can all, you know, do to help empower women and girls. But like she said, I mean, if you want to join the movement, go to the Facebook page, like the Facebook page and go to com and make sure to, Go to the, you know, the She Matters Ambassador page, and of course, you know, there you can find all the information that you need and how to sign up and how to join and all of that. But um, I do see more callers joined in. If you want to ask a question or you want to join this conversation, do you want to speak or say something? Don't forget to use your hand raising effect. Press one. You have to press one so we can. Have you joined the conversation? If you don't, we're just going to think you're listening in and, of course, (laughs) we will. But yes, this is a conversation. Don't forget, with conversations come point of views, opinions, contributions. We're welcome. We're always open to contributions. If you have something you want to say about being a champion or, you know, what being a champion means to you or your own personal champion life journey, then feel free to share that with myself and Latonia. But Latonia, let me ask you this. Now, I know that as a champion, champions are known to tackle obstacles, right? Now, what would you say is probably the biggest challenge that you have ever faced?
3: Oh, my God. Just one. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, to be honest with you, Alex, I I, I really believe uh, when I made a choice, a, a conscious choice to Leave corporate America, um, to to mm-hmm. go out on my own. That was the that was the biggest challenge uh in mm-hmm. in my entire life because it was something mm-hmm. that, you know, I was walking away from what I considered to be stability and I was walking away from mm-hmm. uh from from essentially getting a paycheck to the constant grind uh that we mentioned that I don't like uh earlier. Mm-hmm. So, uh, also uncertainty, and um, for mm-hmm. me, it was it was very challenging, and and it was scary, and it was all of those things, and you know, initially, it, it wasn't successful. So, um, yeah, it I, I would definitely have to say that was by far my biggest challenge.
2: And I can understand that. I mean, having to leave. Like you said, stability to just go out on your own—that can be very scary, and that can be very challenging. And I know we have a caller on the show. I don't know who's calling in, but uh hey, okay, how about we find out, right?
5: <laughs> Hello. righty Hey, how you doing? Hi.
2: Can you hear me? Hi. Hi. Yes, I hear you. Hi. Hello. Who's calling in?
5: Uh, oh, this is Black Gladiator. I'm calling as a champion. I'm- I'm calling as Black Gladiator. Okay. Is it a, Do you want to contribute okay? to the conversation? Yeah, I like to contribute <laughs> to the conversation. <laughs>
3: okay. I like to
5: ask um, I like to ask her basically what are some of the difficulties and dilemmas that she go through as a champion you know, as far as being a woman a champion, a, you know, a woman champion what are some of the difficulties and dilemmas that you go through on a day-to-day basis you know, now that you've Stop working for the government and all on all these things. Do you still go through difficulties and dilemma on your day to day basis?
3: Oh God, uh, yes, <laughs> absolutely. But I, I would say that a, a major thing for me and and Alex probably can can identify with this as well. Is that um, it? It was a tough time for for people to really truly take me seriously. Um, I made a name for myself. I've I've always been uh, always been successful. I've always in any, anything that I do and that I approach, it's a hundred and ten percent all the way, all in one hundred and ten percent. But as a woman, uh, I it, it's been very difficult. Uh, regardless of my accomplishments, regardless of my track record oftentimes to be taken seriously so you know I had to um, well here we call it uh, we call it boss up you know so I I had to take on a little bit of (laughs) of a different persona uh, to ensure that not only that I was taken seriously but I had to take some extra precautions to make sure that my time wasn't wasted you know for example. I used to give out free consultations because you know that's what you do. You know, typically you meet with your clients mm-hmm. for free uh, uh, quite a few times. I, I had people that they really just wanted to meet me personally. It had nothing nothing to do with business. So <laughs> once, so I had to make I had to make a change and start charging for consultations. And even and even then, I, I've had something similar uh, something similar happen. Uh, but with, with the thought that I was going to be obligated to to stay or be a part of what was supposed to be a business meeting just because they paid, so there's still a little bit of chauvinism out there that that we suffer, and uh, that that's been my biggest challenge.
5: Okay, wow. Is it is it um possible if I can know as well? Is there some of is there some things that affect you? you know, still as a champion today? In
3: in what way?
5: Well, you know, um being a champion, you know, uh I'm pretty sure we're taught to ground with the passion and hustle with the purpose. That's for any champion. But my thing is as in in, in, a, in your way, you know, in your own way, coming from a female perspective, you know, are there a conglomeration of things that affect you as far as being positive, as far as being you know a champion, um, there are going to always
3: be uh, there are going to always be issues, and I think sometimes women women have uh, a tendency to we second guess ourselves. We innately, I believe that women women are sort of built to, uh-huh. to please, for for lack of a better word. And so, what happens is sometimes you have to shut that off. You have to shut off your Your need to please and nurture, Uh, I guess nurture is a better word, but your your nurturing part, for me, I had to shut that down, and I had to start to to think and operate in, in more of a logical type of fashion, and I still have struggles with that even now
5: wow
2: absolutely that that totally makes sense y- yeah that that totally makes sense because we do really wanna nurture and please people, and we want people to be comfortable, and sometimes that is even at the you know at our own um discomfort right so for you to be able to especially in the business world, if you're gonna be successful um sometimes you wanna put your foot down and like you said, using your own term boss up right okay, so do you still do you still have any questions any more questions for her um, oh do no, you I have think any more questions? Okay, great. Thank you so much for calling Thank in. Thank you. This is, you know, it was really nice to have you calling and join the conversation. Um, so, you know, Latonia, just, you know, just before, and I know that we have to let you go very soon, but let me ask you this, and I know that you're a coach, right? What would be, uh-huh. you know, what would you say is a common recurring struggle? that many people who come to you for advice face, you know, things that people probably share to you that they're also struggling with, you know, but as a champion, you know, and as a coach, you know, what is that one thing that you hear often that people are dealing with constantly, consistently?
3: Uh, being able to value, put put a value or dollar amount to their services, being able to properly be able to do that, and then asking for the money, <laughs> closing <laughs> closing the deal, navigating navigating that that money conversation. Uh, I know so many people, and and I struggled with this as well, which is why now I coach mm-hmm. people on how not to do that. But but especially mm-hmm. women. Women have a tendency to, if if they say you know my price is a thousand dollars, and the person says well it's like well okay, and so now they have all these options. Well if you don't have a thousand dollars. I'm sorry you, you that just means that you can't afford the service, and so getting women to understand that you have to see your services the exact same way that you see a product. it's non negotiable. Mm-hmm. this is the price and 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 just really being able to be to be firm that I think has been it's mm-hmm. top i mean top 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 uh issue which is which is why I've developed a workshop. Uh, that we're going to be doing at a conference next year surrounding navigating the money conversation and closing the
2: deal. Mm. <laughs> I'm definitely going to pretend that I want to definitely be there. And, and I understand <laughs> what you're saying, because, you know, I've been one of those people in a sense, you know, I don't really money, you know, the money conversation isn't something that I always like, I always feel like, you know, I don't want to bomb breaches over money. I don't want to, you know, I've always had that thing like you know and as a creative I mean you go in a production for example here you go in a production and you shoot and then there's somebody who's still owning your 50% of your money or part of your money they were supposed to have paid you know and you're having all this you know you don't want to have that conversation but you've got bills to pay like you're not going to have to rob Peter to pay Paul like you know it's funny and then they want you to ask and they want to put you in that position where So and I have a new strategy like you know I don't want to have to chase you for it. I don't want to have to let's deal with this before I even get on your set so I don't have to. So I understand what you're saying, you know, and I can I can you know and I can definitely imagine that that's something that a lot of people come to you for. You know, just trying to figure out how can I, you know, put value on this thing that I'm doing and how can I get the money? <laughs> so that's definitely a workshop that we're all going to look out for. You know, I, I definitely mm-hmm. So um <laughs> right. Now, if there was one thing that you could change, something that you knew might impact women and girls, what would it be?
5: Wow.
3: One thing. If I could make one change, I would I would probably say that I would want every woman and girl to realize that they are worthy. They are worthy okay. and that they are worth it. That would be my one my one goal. I would die a happy woman if every woman in the world, every woman and girl, no matter how young, no matter how old, if they can look at themselves and truly believe that they're worth it and they're worthy.
2: Yeah, you know what? I feel like it would just go a long way. Like, I think it all comes down to, you know, that worth, you know, self-worth. What do you think you're worth? I think that, and that's true. You know, it it might sound like something really trivial, but it's not because um, how you see yourself, you know, is how you carry yourself and is how you present yourself. So imagine that every woman out there thought, I'm worth something. I'm a queen. I am this, you know, right? Then you want to be treated Mm -hmm. as such, right? You want to be treated as a queen. And no one's going to boss you around and no one's going to take advantage of you. You You're not going to put yourself in a compromising situation. You're going to, you know, carry yourself, you know, You've got to carry yourself well and be treated well because if you ever seen, I don't think I've ever seen, you know, seen someone take advantage of a queen. So that is really something that might solve a lot of problems, actually. Because if women just knew, you know, you're worth it. You're you're worth an education. You're worth having a job. You're worth, you know, being a star. You're worth being this. You're worth that. You're worth everything. Mm Then, maybe that you know would change the mindset as to you know just how we go about achieving our goals and not feeling apologetic apologetic for having ambition and for wanting more and wanting to be you know because sometimes and I had that you know I had that time as well there was a time when I felt like you know I didn't want to compete you know with my husband i didn't want to be the bigger actor I didn't want to be the bigger this. you know I would Sometimes it was self sabotage myself. Like if I knew I had to go read for a role or a cast it or I got a job, I would turn it down because I didn't want to compete. Right?
3: And that's a small way to do mm-hmm. it. So and and you know, and, and, I think and, you that know Alex, definitely... even yeah, and, and even to that end, just just one thing that, that you mentioned that I think is really is really crucial when you said that no one no one treats a queen a certain way. And and what, what I really the point that I really want to make with that just to take it a, a step further is they don't even mm-hmm. consider it. <laughs> it. It's not even a consideration <laughs> when when a person when you perceive a person at a, in, in, a in, in a certain mm-hmm. way, the thought yeah, the thought mm-hmm. never even occurs to you that they're not <laughs> worth revering. and so if you think that mm-hmm. of yourself, if we all think that of ourselves, we're going to exude that and so other people aren't even going to even consider doing some of the things that they do because Uh just our essence will let them know that absolutely not, this is not going to (laughs) happen.
2: Yes, this is, is totally unacceptable and you're right and you know it's funny I say that again it reminds me of a part that I wrote in the chapter of that book and I can't wait for people to you know very soon I I know you're a part of the book and Miss Reason who's also in the chat room and she did say something she left a comment she said I had a problem when I started I guess you're talking about the money part like we trying to get our money (laughs) putting value on the work that we're Mm -hmm. doing Um, but, but you know and I remember I write something about it and I say you know sometimes I feel like a lot of the issues that we talk about, for example, even when we're fighting for gender equality and all of the things the conversations, I feel like there is just this mindset, you know, that at first that's with a mindset change, you know, before you start to think about, you know, policy change and, you know, all of those sort of things, I think that there's there's a, you know, there's a mental orientation, you know, there needs to be a mindset change, like, I have never seen, like I said, I have never seen a man disrespect a woman who he thought was worthy. Well, you know, using your term now, like, you know, like, women who make things happen, like if you met a woman who was a kind of, like a woman who was doing stuff, like what would make you want to talk down to a woman who knows her right or who knows, you know, she's doing her thing and she's earning her place and what would make you want to treat someone like that? You know, you, you wouldn't even consider it like you said, right? There's that respect that I
3: see that happen mm-hmm. every day.
2: Men respecting women who are taking charge, right? Who are doing th- things and making things happen. So maybe if we spend more time trying to educate and liberate women mentally, you know, young girls and women, and more people to see themselves, you know, as worthy, like you say, that that will translate to just how they carry themselves and how they, you know, present themselves and what they exude in terms of their yeah, you know, and maybe that would change a lot. So I you know, that I think what you wanna do like what you, that would be great. Maybe we should have you could we have like a world president or something. Maybe our first female world president, Latonia Moore. <laughs> that would be awesome. But I think that that's something that can be done with, you know, you know, she matters, you know, again, like, you know, that aligns
3: like she matters, like you matter,
2: you're worthy, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay.
3: Be, because, but, because because uh, again, it's a it's a value, it's a it's like you said, it's a mind a mindset shift. I mean, that's really what it that's really what it is, and it really starts on an individual level. The seeds that we sow and and creates the the uh, the plants that we make. And so we have to think about that. We, we really have to think about that. And for those of us that are champions, again, like you, like me, that have that have gone through, we have to continue to be unselfish with our testimonies, continue to be unselfish with our, our journeys so that, that other women, young and old, can, can learn from the things that, that we've done and also be willing to, to be embraced and receive that help that we all have to offer.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now I know that we have to go very soon, but just before we go, um champions are always constantly working on something. They're always constantly trying to achieve a goal or something or working on new projects or anything. Well, are there any new projects that our champion guest today, you know, is working on? Is there something that you're working on that perhaps, you know, those who are listening um can follow or expect?
3: Well, absolutely. So the, the first one is we just launched a publication called The Ambassador. And, the, uh, again, it's, mm-hmm. it's around the principles of educate, collaborate, and liberate. We uh, issued our first publication last month. Uh, we have a double mm-hmm. issue. September, October is geared towards domestic violence. And so we're going to be putting that mm-hmm. out uh, in the near future. The other project is mm-hmm. what I mentioned earlier. We're working on a series of, of workshops under, I, I can't reveal the name right now because I don't have mm-hmm. all of my mm-hmm. paperwork back. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but we're working and on a, a series of, of workshops and, and seminars uh, around being worth it and, and understanding. So it's all about, you know, again, navigating the money conversation, realizing your worth. And how to really take charge and and move forward in your newfound womanhood. So I'm really excited about that.
2: Mm. Amazing. And
3: you're also working on another
2: project. You're in a you're in an anthology or book collaboration. With, see, I'm trying to help you
3: with that. <laughs> with you know yes. twenty other women. <laughs> yes. So yes. It's called I dared I Bared, I Bared the- My Chest. And so I okay. did bear my chest there, along with the the other uh, the other twenty global powerhouses, and uh, Alex is one, and Miss Reason is another. So I'm really excited. Uh, I'm really excited about that. And, and Alex, I want to definitely say thank you to you and uh, Frankie Sicasso for putting that together because it really helped me push into an area that. Quite frankly, I had been even staying away from, and so just mm-hmm. even though it's it's one chapter it it really is for mm-hmm. me a door to continue to release and grow uh, as, as not just a woman but as a champion. so it's it's helping me to go to that next dimension uh, in my life and in my career, and uh, i'm I'm very grateful to be a part of that project. Well, we're very grateful that you're a part of that
2: project because, you know, I can I feel like I can't see that book without, you know, like we can't take out one person and still see the book. You know, it's one book, but mm-hmm. you know, we're just very grateful that you're part of it. And you know what? It was a challenge for everyone, including myself and Frankie. It's so crazy because you think that this is just questions, right? But they're not, because it's not about the question. It's about the answer. It's about the experience, the journey. And so even, mm-hmm. for the, even for me who created it, it was hard. Like, I had to dig into places, like, like think about things that I didn't want to think about and talk about things that I thought I had forgotten, and share things, and really search myself and my soul. So, you know, I think it's a great exercise, actually, if you want to look at it that way for, for mm-hmm. a lot of people, but then it's also going to impact a lot of people because you really do want to release those things and move forward and not just move forward, you know, move forward all the way, you know, 100%. So, you know what, just before, and we have to let you go, I know one final word, you know, something for the road. Uh, You know, what is, if there's anything that you could say right now to someone who's listening, who's thinking about you know their struggles or their challenges and wondering how they can, you know, rise like a phoenix and come out like a champion. What is that one, you know, that message or something that you could leave for them?
3: I would say no matter what, keep going. No matter how bleak it looks, no matter how hard the road is, no matter how hard you get knocked down, dust yourself off, get up, and keep going. Absolutely.
2: And I agree with you. Keep going. That's it. Like, you know, don't stop. And that's what I do. Like, you know, what happened to me when I took two weeks break that two weeks is like, like, oh, my God, I I couldn't even connect back. It felt like I had stopped. Right. So like, you know, Latonya says, don't stop. Just keep going. Don't let anything hold you down. This has been such an amazing, amazing show having you Latonya. You're such a thrill to talk to and of course as always I would love for you to come back some other time on the show again when something fantastic
3: something new happens (laughs) absolutely
2: yes so if you're just joining us and you're just tuning in don't forget this is still the Naked Talk with Alex and it's been such a great hour talking to my very special guest who's joining me live all the way from Atlanta, Georgia in the USA. And we had such a great conversation about the champion life and just her and backing on that champion journey. And there's so much to take away from this. Now, if you missed the conversation live, maybe you're just tuning in or you know someone who should listen to this conversation, maybe missed it. You can catch all archived conversations right here at the radio channel of Tech Radio or on any of our other syndicated radio networks. We're syndicating on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher player fm akast we good radio network on pod africa we so what well, we're 10 networks <laughs> yes and we're an audio boom so till we come back same time yeah same time oh yes i'm coming back tomorrow this is weird i'm going to be here tomorrow i don't usually do this but i'm going to be here with Gabriella, she's joining me live all the way from ireland and she's a flying witch we're going to be here back on the naked talk and till we come back same time same time tomorrow i love you for listening ciao